welcome to Introverts Own Your Voice. I'm Tom Marcoux. And I'm Johanna McLeod. This episode is about remove blocks to wealth. We're going to talk about how you can move forward faster, how you can deal with the challenges of increasing wealth, whether you're a CEO or business owner or salesperson or whatever that is, what are the blocks to you creating more abundance, financial abundance in your life? Tom, what are the most prominent blocks to wealth you've seen? With my clients, I've noticed, and I've even seen this with audience members, that there's a lot of people who are really cornered by their fear related to risk. One of the most important things that we need to be able to do is develop the ability to make great decisions under the threat of risk. And the challenge here is that we will not advance Mm -hmm. if we don't actually stretch, grow, take appropriate risks. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be talking about three main ideas here. I'm going to use the word AIM, and each letter is going to stand for a method. Mm -hmm. So the first thing we're talking about is adjust to real urgency. Mm -hmm. Now this has two facets to it. A lot of us are being pushed around and we're losing a whole lot of energy to what I might call false urgency. That is that I know some people, they leave their alerts on on their cell phone and they are being ding! all day long it's amazing and they're getting all kinds of junk mail and terrible sales texts and all that stuff and they're being interrupted people actually have much more leverage when they are able to think things through now my focus is to be of service to my clients and so i even have what i call solo reflection times Mm. where i'm working on their business while sometimes they're asleep because I might be up earlier than they are, or I might be up later than they are. Mm-hmm. I will not let false urgency interrupt me. On the other hand, let's talk about real urgency. And this A of AIM is about adjust to real urgency. Mm-hmm. Real urgency is something that any entrepreneur, business owner, salesperson, someone who really wants to create more prosperity in their life, you have to have real urgency. That's inside you. We're going to get this done today. Mm-hmm. People around you say, oh man, let's just go check out that movie or whatever. And there are times where your real urgency tells you that, no, I got to make some calls. I've got to get back to these clients. I've got to develop some material, some new material. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing I also want to bring up about real urgency. The urgency is about you creating value, Mm. not just being focused on competition. Mm -hmm. In fact, there's an idea that I've written about, don't compete create Mm. create so this is an important part of my work with my clients i have something called act coaching or act coaching and it's about assess create trim if we turn off those alerts and if we let people know that we're available between four and five o'clock for phone calls or something like that then we can now compartmentalize our day so that we can get the most important thing done. The real urgency is productivity on the most important things. Mm -hmm. The real urgency is to get things done every day Mm -hmm. and not procrastinate. That's real urgency, not being tyrannized by false urgency. Mm. Our next element, which I already hinted at at the beginning of this conversation, is I of AIM, and that's improve decision-making under risk. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a challenge for many people because they want to be safe. I mean, we have been genetically evolved to be safe. Mm -hmm. The people among our ancestors who survived were the ones who were focused on negative stuff. The ones who said, 
I'm not going to get under the foot of a woolly mammoth. <laughs> you know, these, these are the people who survived. Being shy of putting yourself under risk is understandable, but it's all risk in terms mm -hmm. of that you don't want to risk regret, probably. Yes. So how can we make decisions better under risk? One of the things is to learn something about clarity. When I start working with someone, often I've had clients who have said, well, I'll do that when I'm more clear about it. Mm-hmm. Or, I really wish I had more clarity. I think we all wish we had more clarity. M of AIM is move to clarity. Oh. Now, what I mean by that is I realized, I was working with a client, and this client said, oh, well, I need more clarity. And I said, okay, we were on the phone at this time. I said, would you take a piece of paper? And I had the person draw a line, vertical line veering to the left mm -hmm. and a vertical line veering to the right. Mm -hmm. And I said that this line going towards the left is this path that has clarity written on it. Mm. And that's the path that you want, that mm -hmm. you're talking about. You want that. And I would say that that path is kind of in imagination or, or fantasy land mm -hmm. because what I've noticed is that you have to move mm. to get to clarity. Mm -hmm. Clarity is not this thing that's going to comfort you and give you confidence before you move. Mm -hmm. Imagine that a person is in a valley and at the bottom of the valley they feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. They grew up here, it's comfortable, they know things. It's like going to school. And then a lot of people have a little meltdown once they graduate college. Now they need to also learn how to go get a job, how to network, how to make warm connections. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that in order to get to clarity, you have to rise, you have to walk up the mountain so you can see beyond the valley. Mm -hmm. As you walk up the mountain, you start to be able to see other peaks, other choices. So staying in the valley is not going to make it happen. Wishing for clarity is not going to make it happen. Wanting the ability to just be able to say, hey universe, I would like to order some clarity off of your <laughs> special menu, is not going to happen. Motion brings clarity. Mm -hmm. What specifically is a challenge for introverts? I would say about the decision making under risk and the idea about motion brings clarity. Mm -hmm. We introverts, we are rewarded by ourselves and by the world for thinking things through. Mm -hmm. But in order to make some of the best decisions under risk, you actually have to connect with your intuition. So that's not only relying on your rational mind. Mm -hmm. You actually have to get access mm -hmm. to other information. There are some researchers who talk about that intuition is actually data that hasn't risen to the conscious level yet. Mm -hmm. We need to, when we can, have some time before we make certain decisions. Mm -hmm. Go for a walk, mm -hmm. get out in nature, listen to music, exercise. Mm -hmm. I've heard that in Asia, it's, it's called forest bathing. It's a thing where you go into the forest, you walk around and it's supposed to bathe yourself and get rid of all the negative energy. Well, it sounds powerful. This is the point, you need to make space. Now, here's something I really wanna to bring to our attention about motion brings clarity. Mm -hmm. Part of motion brings clarity is to have opportunities to test the new idea, have opportunities to play with the new idea. Mm -hmm. I was working with a client and I was helping her develop her TED Talk and we were going through all kinds of different ideas. And this is really interesting about how some people operate. Mm -hmm. It's almost as if they're spending more time looking in the rear view mirror than they're looking out the front windshield of the car. Very interesting. So what happens in the next conversation later, we're exploring the ideas, 
But then she's coming back with, but you said in the last session this, and you mm -hmm. said in the last session that. Mm -hmm. And I said, yes, we're still playing with the ideas and exploring, but let's not get stuck back there. That's in mm -hmm. the rear view mirror. Mm -hmm. What we need to do is to see how you feel. Often what I'll do is I'll ask a client to just say a few words, just don't hold back, there are no mistakes here. We're just exploring, we're rehearsing, we're improvising, we're mm -hmm. trying new things. Mm -hmm. And then you explore and you find what is truthful, what is appropriate, what feels correct in your intuition mm. as you do the process of motion brings clarity mm -hmm. about making good decisions under risk is to face the risk. Mm -hmm. If the worst thing happens, are you going to be fine? Mm. I'll give you an example. So right now I have 46 books and 20 to 21 of these books sell every month. Every Congratulations. Month. Thank you. Now, you know, that's 21 versus 46. I mean, it's not my favorite number or ratio. I talked to one of the happiest people I've ever met when I talked to this person. His name is Greg Bear. He's a novelist. Mm -hmm. He said to me that actually his audience discovered one of his books 10 years later. Oh, wow. So what it means is that there was quality in that project. But when you bring it to the marketplace, it's not always going to happen that you're going to get the result you want. Mm -hmm. How do you make it more likely to get that result? Ah, that's a terrific question. I usually go right straight to the concept I call the power of three. Mm -hmm. The problem with a lot of people is they're too scattered. And there are some people, it's almost as if they're looking for the next flavor of ice cream when it comes to like techniques for, let's say, e-commerce, mm -hmm. selling things online. Oh yes, oh, this looks like a new thing I can try. Being active with LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Because we know that serious people are on LinkedIn doing serious things. Mm -hmm. They're really connecting with each other. These links that you have on LinkedIn can lead to alliances and clients and customers. And my point is that we, would do well to focus on three things mm -hmm. and put a lot of effort into those. Mm. And then if you get the intuition that one of those three things is not really serving you, then trim it. Mm -hmm. Because in my coaching, I said, assess, create, trim. Mm -hmm. Trim it. Mm -hmm. Put something else in its slot. But don't make it like you have an infinity number of slots because then you'll be scattered and you'll be doing too little mm -hmm. in each of the modalities that you're using. How do you tell when you're in that situation? It feels bad. Mm. So I was talking with a top science fiction author. His name is Peter Hamilton. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, at the time I was also teaching science fiction and fantasy writing for graduate students. I asked him, how do you know when one of your books is done? He was in front of an audience, so he might have said this just to be amusing, but he uh -huh. says, how do you know when you need to piss? <laughs> At the moment, you know, I smiled or whatever mm -hmm. because I knew he was entertaining the audience. But then I thought about this later. You know, mm -hmm. in fact, the problem is when we try to deny or put a happy face on something that we know is not working. Mm -hmm. This feels bad. This is not working. And the way you know, too, is you look at your numbers. Mm -hmm. For example, what I do, I have a number of articles up on LinkedIn. I look at all those numbers. Which topics get more views? Mm -hmm. One of my popular topics is something that's related to I write science fiction. So I was playing with an idea. Mm -hmm. And the idea was, are mirror neurons the only solution to artificial intelligence? Oh, I'd like to read that one. Well, thank you. But the thing is, I'm just putting the idea out there. Mm -hmm. I am not an artificial intelligence scientist. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying in the article, I'm just starting the conversation. Mm -hmm. 
I do have a degree in psychology and I do study up to 82 books a year. Some of those books are in the field of psychology and research and things like that. Mm -hmm. That was a risk for me because I'm writing an article and I'm not a scientist in artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. But I am very much an observer and I am the author of 46 books. Well, that is published so far. I have like four other books on their way in a few oh, months. Wow. But my point though is that I can engage in an intelligent conversation and I can take a risk and then I can also connect with people that I might not have connected with before. Mm -hmm. The good decision is to go through the material with a couple people who I trust and then put it out into the world. Mm -hmm. So Joanna, what will you keep from our conversation? Oh, I think the, the thing that really fascinated me the most was about intuition and it was information that hadn't risen to the conscious level yet. Excellent. And that's true. And that means you need space mm -hmm. and you need access to this. And that's why I emphasize motion brings clarity. Mm -hmm. So in terms of a summary, we were talking about removing blocks to wealth. Mm -hmm. To bring it to a few words, fear blocks wealth. Oh. The desire for comfort blocks wealth. Mm -hmm. I've often said confidence is not comfort. Confidence is a toolkit and you work it. Mm -hmm. So the idea with AIM first is adjust to real urgency. Definitely develop the urgency to get the most important things done. Don't get caught up in false urgency. All the texts and phone calls. Mm -hmm. In fact, when a client needs to reach me, I give them a special phone number so that they can reach me. Mm so that I don't get distracted because I should either be writing or I should be doing a solo reflection time for a client or I should be talking with a client mm -hmm. or on stage speaking or something like that. I need to be doing the most important thing. So don't get caught up in false urgency. Focus, adjust to real urgency. The second one is improve decision making under risk. And finally, M is move to clarity. So this all boils down to don't let fear stop you, mm -hmm. make space for your intuition, and then also remember to be in motion because that's where you will actually find your answers. And one last thing I'll share is that when you're testing ideas, because we don't know what's going to happen until we get something into the marketplace, mm -hmm. but even when you're testing ideas before you launch, you have to get to the place where you can honor your own intuition. The classic example is that everybody was against Disneyland. Mm -hmm. Walt Disney's wife was against it. His brother, who was his business partner, Royal Disney was against it. The board mm -hmm. of directors were against it. And it kind of reminds me of an old Star Trek film where, what is the word, Captain Kirk? The word is no, I am therefore going anyway. <laughs> Which is what Walt Disney did. And it's also what I've done too. I have a book called Darkest Secrets of Persuasion and Seduction Masters. Mm -hmm. Some people around me said, oh no, don't do that. But I honored my intuition, and for years it sells every month. Mm. My favorite part of Darkest Secrets of Persuasion and Seduction Masters is the subtitle, How to Protect Yourself and Turn the Power to Good. Mm. So that's what I wanted to do. I went with my intuition on it. Mm -hmm. When you talk with people, it's not just about what they say, it's about what you feel as you talk about it. That's how we get access to our intuition. Mm. That's how we get access to knowing our true clarity from our true self. Mm -hmm. And that's where in motion, and motion brings clarity. Well, thank you, Tom, for all this great information. Thank you, Joanna. We'd like to share that we have an online class called The Introvert's Formula to Get Clients. The next class with some space still available is in January, 2019. 
So if you want to pre-enroll, you can go to getthebigyes.com and click on the contact and send us a message. Once again, that's getthebigyes.com. We're glad that you heard this broadcast and we invite you to click to subscribe. And then you'll be supporting me and Joanna and our message. And so now remember, introverts can show their best self with strategy. I'm Johanna McLeod. I'm Tom Marcuth. Thank you. Be well. Bye.